everybody. My name is Michael Rosso, and this is the Super, S-U-P-R-E, Supra. <laughs> super. Super, super, super summer spectacular. Super summer spectacular. Super summer spectacular, unannounced surprise show. Like, surprise! Surprise, baby. I'm here at the uh, mini studio with John Fideli. Hey. And Mr. Mark Dalzell. Hello. Great uh, summer. Really quick, I'm going to open up really fast. This is a uh, letter from Thea. Thea Bendix. She says, great podcast. I'm writing to ask if, if John Fideli is okay. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't heard from him in quite a while on the podcast. I hope he and all the gang are well and happy, have a wonderful month off shooting film, etc. Well, that's Thea. nice. Thank you for asking. I'm How are do- you, John? I'm, I'm doing great. I've just been absent for a bit. And Thea, the reason, and other folks, the reason we're here in the middle of the summer is because we've been shooting so much film, mm. and there's just too much to hold back till yeah. the fall. The dam is bursting. The d- it's just like... just. You know, too much experimentation, too much knowledge that we want to share with you guys, which I thought about recently. You know, this is very much a club. This is a camera club. Yeah, it sure is. This is a camera club that you guys are all in on. It's a support group. We need like a clubhouse. That's what we need. Clubhouse up a tree. Come to the honeycomb hideout. (laughs) So all you folks that listen, use the website, use the uh, YouTube channel, who go to the store and buy stuff. It's like, this is all like your thing because, you know, a lot of people don't know about it. Yeah, you're in the club. That's right. Don't tell anybody. And what's going on in the club right now, I just want to let everyone know really quick, for folks that that, have been shooting the Kodak Vision 3 motion picture film, this is that film. The 500T? 500T, 250D daylight, or 50D daylight, which you need to shoot. 50D yeah. daylight is, it's, I do. It's, I love, I got to get some, amazing. Because I'm going, I got one more trip down the shore, so I'm going to shoot it on the beach. Mind blowing. This Kodak Vision stock, which is motion picture film, which has a huge, wide latitude, meaning that if you're off a few stops, no worries. Oh. The colors are. That is the film for me. This, this <laughs> is the best, in my opinion, the best color film available and most people haven't shot it because of that nasty black layer called a remjet right we've gone over the remjet yes. so go back a few episodes if you Ad look through filmphotographyproject.com <clears throat> go to podcast and look at where episode says Kodak Vision 3 we talk all about it I'm sorry where do they go oh, filmphotographyproject.com oh. oh I forgot to add something so if you order a roll of film, see, this is what is great about the FPP online store. If you order a roll of film, you get this sheet with it. Sheet. And it says, you know, in this sheet. Thanks, Mark. Sheet. Oh, Mark's. On the sheet is a whole, like, Q&A. Like, why can't I process the film at my favorite C41 lab? What commercial lab will process my nags? Are you sure my local lab or favorite lab can't process this, this film? This is all golden information. It is gold, but, you know, people don't read it. Our good friend Mark O'Brien was just telling us that the local shop in Ann Arbor, Michigan, that processes C41, mm-hmm. they will not, no longer process hand-rolled film because someone one rotten apple spoiled the whole bunch. Someone walked in there with some vision film uh-huh. and wrote on it C41, and it, like, you know... Uh. Gummed up everything. Gummed everything yeah. up. Ruined the whole batch. How Also, how can I process this film with FPP's Unicolor mm-hmm. C41 kit? And then on the flip side is a information of how to send your film out to the little film lab on wow, the West Coast. look at that. But the new news today is that a new lab <gasps> has been discovered. Wow. The camera shop in St. Cloud, Minnesota. 
No kidding. Yeah. Mm. Okay, what's their deal? Their deal is uh, they're very, very nice people. And now if you order a roll of film, you, all, you get a little film lab sheet plus a camera shop sheet. So you can make a decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. The the camera shop's deal is you could develop only, which is nine ninety five. You could develop and print, or you could develop and scan. Like you can get the whole. You could do whatever. Yeah, whatever it comes with a nice order form. So just want to let folks out there know that you know there are now more options for this mysterious mm. what's called ECN dash two. You're you're like uh, you're like having like a private dealer. You put all these little extras in there. It's like, hey, you're my good friend. I'll give you a sheet to help you out with this. If you're hey, shooting my film, good friend, here's some extras. If you're shooting film photography and you just, you're just tired of what like Mark Dalzell calls, we're talking about like he's not here, what Mark calls <laughs> boring films. Yeah. Really, if you're just tired of Gold 200, Ugh. tired Ugh. of... If you're just tired of all that stuff and you want to shoot something exciting... Superior. Yeah. Something crisp for your yes. camera... Kodak Vision 3, the yeah. bomb. So thanks for that. I know we haven't talked about it recently much, but that's also how I feel about the Shmina. Yeah. What? You're tired of the Shmina? Uh, no, I love it. I mean, oh, that's, oh, I love oh. that stuff. <laughs> oh, wow. It's so different. I Mike almost it. punched you in the jaw. I know, exactly. <laughs> because oh he was halfway over the table. <laughs> no, it was a really good time of day to shoot that at the Golden Hour. The Shmina really kicks. The Shmina Color. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Shmina Color 125 has a kind of a very different kind of look mm. to it. And if you, you Google search it, Google. Shmina Color 125. There's all sorts of threads of people. Mm. People are so confused because they, they don't want to acknowledge that people... Uh, don't get started. <laughs> people On this again. People don't want to acknowledge that there's some plant in Russia making... Fi- like, they just can't comprehend. It's not allowable in but, your, in your yeah, reality. Like, oh, no. It's like, that factory closed. You know, no, it did not. Exactly. <laughs> Well, that original factory, because one guy wrote in on some thread where it's like... That factory is rubble, and here's the proof. So I have no doubt that that original factory is dust. But that doesn't mean people... It's coming from somewhere. Folks, people do move. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There are other buildings in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what. Retrochrome is t- taking the world by storm this spring. This is film that one <laughs> that we found in a government facility out in Nevada. So everyone's curious where Retrochrome 160 yeah. ISO and 320 ISO, mm. which also could be shot at 400. Mm-hmm. Where does it come from? So I went to the box. I looked it up. It's a government nuclear testing plant out on the west coast. Really, like in in the desert. And they're use, they were using this film for surveillance. And what's exciting right now, um, if you go on to Film Photography Project in the store, mm-hmm. the 320, you could buy this in a nine-roll nine box. Yeah. And each roll is $2.22 each. It's ridiculous. It's 20 bucks for nine rolls. Mike, stop. You but, can't do this. You're going to go broke. Folks out there listening. I'm signing up for a couple of really, boxes right now. I'm really here for you. I mean that sincerely. Nobody is here more than you. I am here for you guys. So retrochrome, which parlays, is that a good word? Well, let's hear the rest of the Parlays <laughs> into a conversation about how to process it yourself. Okay. So at this broadcast right now, mm-hmm. we have only 20 kits. Uh, we have more, but 20 kits that if you buy the uh, Unicolor Rapid E6 kit mm-hmm. to process your own color slide film, 
you also will receive, at no additional cost, a pack of, what do you call these? Slides. Slide holders. Slide holders. 40, 48. Wow. That's two rolls of film. So since... There are 24 exposures, I guess? Yes. And this okay. is courtesy of Leslie. <laughs> I can math. do math. Yeah. This is courtesy of Leslie. That's 48 wow. one-shot rolls you can fit on that. <laughs> So since Leslie threw these in, I'm oh throwing in two rolls of high-speed retro crap. No, I'm throwing in a pack of gum. But wait, there's more. So <laughs> if you buy the E6 kit, which is $29.99. E6. And I'm, I can guarantee you it's going to be pennies per roll to process mm-hmm. your own film. Mm-hmm. And Mark is still testing. He's going to talk about it in a second. But I'm sure he hasn't gone through the cycle. But in another few episodes, he'll be able to say, yep, I did 25 rolls, no problem. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, we're going to we'll find see how out. how far I can go. That means it's pennies we're talking. Mm-hmm. So you for so for right now you, you get the kit, you get the slide holders, and you get two rolls of film for thirty bucks. That's ridiculous. It is totally absurd. But that's why you but guys. That's awesome. That's that, why. I, why are you not shooting this? <laughs> I am shooting it. Well, I'm just saying to the people out there. People. What's wrong with you all? What's wrong with all of y'all? <laughs> all y'all. Why is there any of this left? Exactly. That's I got to get some more before this deal. before this airs. But myself. Mark has took a kit home. And he has a first-hand experience. I have not done it yet. I think Leslie has, but she's not here to talk about it. So, Mark, you got this E6 kit. Mm-hmm. Sorry, can I ask a question? Yes. What comes in the E6 kit? Just the, the chemicals? We haven't gotten there yet. Just wait. Okay. Oh, it's a bunch of bottles. It looks a little scary. And you're gonna okay. de- Mark's going to demystify home processing E6 color slide film. What comes in the kit? Well, if you're familiar with the with the Unicolor C41 kit, it's very similar to that. So, so if you've used the C41 kit, you've got your developer, you've got your Blix, and you've got your stabilizer. In the E6 kit, you've got a first developer, you've got the second developer, and then you've got your Blix. Why, so why first, so second? Three, I look, I'm not a chemist. <laughs> okay. What about for someone who does black and white? Just what's, the, what's the connection? Like if, if someone... Develops their own black and white. They may not even know the developer Blix. Well, it's still the Blix. That's your bleach fix. Okay. So in in black and white, you've got your, you know, basically it's the same. In black and white or in C41, you've got three steps. Developer, Blix, fix, and then your, you know, your final wash or your stabilizer or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Um, So the E6 has one extra step. It's got a second developing phase. So that adds time to your to your developing time. So the interesting thing in the Unicolor kit, twenty minutes, not that much. No, I was going to say the interesting thing in the in the E six kit though is they give you different temperatures that you can work with. So they actually give you guidelines anywhere from seventy degrees Fahrenheit up to one hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Hundred degrees being the recommended temperature. So if you develop it at seventy degrees Fahrenheit, it tells you 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 will start to get color shifts when you go that cold. Um, and you have to extend your time. So, it, you know, so to, to develop a roll at 70 degrees might be 30 minutes. To develop a roll up at 100 degrees, which is the recommended time anyway, um, you're looking at 20 minutes or so, like 18 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. So it's the same as, as if you had done the C41, but that extra developing stage adds another six, six and a half minutes to your developing time. That's not so much. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, and if, to be able to do it yourself, and if you have a big, uh, you know, a I do a big. Yeah, exactly. yeah. If, you, if, you, if you're hauling around a big tank oh, that Ow. can do four sorry. rolls, uh, you know you can do four rolls in 20 minutes. So, so what was the experience like? Uh, it was good. I'm mixing it up. So you basically have um, you know your developer A, which is two parts. Your developer B is two parts. You mix those together in some water, and then you've got your Blix, which is a, I think it was one part. Developer B, you know, like you do when you're kind of curious as you're opening the little bottle, and you kind of like, hmm, what does that stuff smell like? Oh no. <laughs> Oh, my God. The C41 Blix, if you've used it before, it smells like ammonia. Like, you get that really strong ammonia smell. So the developer B, I thought, oh, that's, that must be kind of like the Blix. And I took a little whiff of the thing that was in the bottle, in the small bottle. It, like, knocked me back. 
talk for 10, 10 minutes or so. Oh, my God. Oh. I felt weird. I felt like my nose was bleeding, but oh it wasn't. Oh. Like, I, did, I highly recommend do not smell don't that smell stuff. Oh like, I just sort of did it without thinking, but, yeah, don't do that. It was, it was a really freaky feeling. That's horrible. Everything tasted purple for, is like, 15 minutes. one eye is still twitching? It, it was a weird, it was a very weird feeling. I'm kind of I'm curious about getting it again, but that's a whole other story. Don't do that. So, um... Yeah, so otherwise, uh, yeah, if you're familiar with the C41 kit, it's really similar to that. You've got an extra six-and-a-half-minute you know, thing in the middle. Otherwise, it's, it's basically the same. And the first time you open that tank and pull out a sheet of slide, yeah, it's, awesome it's like, like a magic trick. It's amazing. And then as it, you know, it comes out a little bit milky, and as it dries, mm. you know, it goes clear, and you know, it's beautiful. So I've done a couple rolls so far and been very happy with it. Oh, cool. So I have to experiment still a little with well, uh, different temperatures <coughs> and whatnot. But I know I always get that feeling whenever I, uh, when Mike gives me a roll of film back and it's E6 and I just look at it and hold it up to the light and instantly I'm like, <gasps> oh, I like love the one, tw- yeah, 120 slides oh, on the God, roll. It's, it's like, uh, you know what I've seen is I've seen people make lampshades out of oh, um, slides. slides. I guess they, mostly it's Kodachrome slides, but just make a whole lampshade so when the light lights up, you can just see them. Oh, That's they're so, so cool. beautiful. I would love That's to do that. That's a great idea. Yeah. So if you're a person that is home processing your own black and white, yeah. if, you, if you have the tank, if you have this, if you have that, there's nothing to be scared. I'm getting close to being gutsy and doing it. Okay, but there's nothing to be. You could do it at the studio anytime. You know, we've got like eight, de- yeah. eight different developers going there's, there now. There's no, there's no nothing to be scared of to this process. Do we, not sniff developer B in the small is it bottle. Easy? The only thing to be scared of. <laughs> there are a few more bottles in this kit than there are the C41 right. so, negative so, kit. Yes. Would you dump the whole bottle at once, or you mix it according yeah, to what you want to develop? So, so basically, it, it's supposed to make like I, I, you know a quart. So basically, you put let's say half a quart of water into a bottle hmm. or convert it to your metric system, a couple of hectares of water into a bottle. Come you here. pour in, you know, part A, you pour in part B, and then you top, you know, you fill the bottle up the rest of the way with water till you hit your quart. Hmm. And then you slosh it around, you know, you wait a day for it to, to mix. But but they're actually, they're even oh, liquid. Really? Yeah, it's wait? not, no, 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 probably not actually. Because I was going to yeah. say, it's actually liquid, unlike the C41 kit, which is powder, uh-huh. which does take a day or two to fully dissolve. So yeah, not even that. You could probably get going right away on it. Um, hmm. But yeah, otherwise it's, so what are all the... It's easy. Why are there so many bottles? Uh, I think that... Is there an A and B for the... the yeah, there's A and B for the two developer stages. I think that they, they probably okay. would just break each other down if they, if they came mixed. Well, but five the, total. The, I'm guessing that the instructions are self-explanatory. It's completely simple. Okay. I mean... That's I, all we want to hear. I've used... You know, I've mixed up a dozen of the C41 kits now at this point, so yeah. I'm pretty comfortable with it. But, you know, if you haven't, I kind of glanced at the instructions and just went for it. Mm. But, you know, if you... The instructions are, oh, are more in-depth. You know, if you read through them, uh, it, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. Folks listening, uh, I cannot describe the rush that you get. I mean, you can go out, like, for... like Especially, like, a family event. You go out and you shoot it, and then that night or the next day, you could like, sneak away and, like, boom. Like, you mm. process it, scan it, and it's like... Bang! You got your, your, you have your stuff. Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's the closest thing to instant photography without shooting Polaroid photography. Mm, it must be and, a great feeling. And you have control over it because you can push it and pull it and do what you want and right. this and that, um, or experiment and go crazy and. Go crazy. What go happens nuts. if I if I develop it for ninety seconds at two hundred degrees? You know, you the, can you can experiment. Also, a lot to be said for scanning, which we're not going to talk about this show, but I can tell you that. Scanning yourself versus commercial scan, there mm. is a great difference. Commercial scans, many times they're over-scanned or over-sharpened. Yeah. Now, since I have you here in the studio, Mark, you know, we're, we're talking about the, re- the FPP Retrochrome. What is your review of this Retrochrome film? 
I haven't. Uh, well, I've only I've used one roll of the 320 and one of the 160. The 320 is beautiful. It came out great. How come there's no dust on your nags? <laughs> I don't know. I'm very so careful. Friggin' dusty. I, I haven't. Unfortunately, with the with the uh, roll of 160, uh, I was using it in a completely untested camera that I think the shutter speeds were really oh, slow, okay. so everything came out really kind of hot and blue. But I think that's the camera's fault because did, the previous did, roll, as we're looking at right now, the previous no, roll that beautiful. I shot came out perfect. How did you rate the the high speed? What did what ISO? Did you do 320 um, or 400? I put it so I my I think my camera clicked into like 350 somewhere around there. And so like, oh, right in the middle. Yeah, close. Enough. So would you shoot that film again? Absolutely. Yeah, I I would like to try a few more rolls through different cameras and there see, you, you know, kind of dial it in. There you go. Oh, thanks. See, John hasn't even gotten any yet. Now those new rolls has oh. new fancy wrapper on it, which has a now has a official You got the coating. DX coating on, oh, yeah, on it. Yeah, they're beautiful. I I love the the uh, metallic stickers you're going for. What about yeah. me, boss? <laughs> hey, boss. What about me, boss? What about me, boss? So, great. So, this really follows... Uh, I have some. He already gave me 100 ho- rolls of it. <laughs> Give me that. Oh, you have more. You gave me a couple of rolls. Oh, oh you have the yeah. box. Yeah. Okay. Box. Yeah. What's in the box? So, this follows our whole thread of since the spring and winter where we were yeah. like, hey, this is the year of Chrome, which you know, we became excited about Chrome film because film Ferrania in mm-hmm. Italy... Italy, yeah. They're, you know, they rebooted their factory, uh-huh. and we're anxiously awaiting. They reached their goal. Yes, we are. We're anxiously awaiting, and I'm so glad I, uh, I upped my bid to the uh, ah, dog to man. the uh, filmmaking package. Nice. So they're going to release 35 millimeter, 120, super eight, and 16 millimeter. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So that's the update on Retrochrome. I'm very thrilled. Yay! Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but in this break, you're going to hear about on Saturday, October 3rd, uh, the FPP gang is going to be in Ann Arbor, Michigan, in personal. In personal? In personal. In personal. In personal. In person. Who are you? <laughs> Just our pictures. <laughs> We're going to be Mark there. O'Brien with your face on it. We're going to be there paper. in person in Ann Arbor, Michigan for a one-day old-fashioned FPP meetup. Wow. Saturday, October 3rd. It's going to be myself, Matt Mirage, Leslie Lazenby, Mark O'Brien, John Fidelli, TBD. I would love to get out there. Yeah. Especially in October. Yeah. I wanted to go to... Let's, uh, let's listen to some information about that right now. Hey, folks. It's Michael Rosso. Join Matt Mirage... Leslie Lazenby and I on October 3rd for our FPP one-day meetup in Ann Arbor, Michigan. That's right. We'll be hitting the streets with our camera, hosted by Mr. Mark O'Brien of the A3C3 Ann Arbor, Michigan Camera Club. It's going to be an amazing day where we meet up at the local camera store, go on a photo walk in Ann Arbor, and end up at the Argus Museum. Joining us is absolutely free, and if you register, you will get an awesome FPP goodie bag of FPP hand-rolled films. Go to filmphotographyproject.com and click on the main story for our Ann Arbor, Michigan meetup on Saturday, October 3rd. Look forward to seeing you there. Hey, so what's been up with Mr. Matt Marash this awesome summer 2015? Let's find out. Take it away, Matt. Hey, folks. Matt Marash here with your summer spectacular update. 
a Chrome-tastic update at that. I'm sure by now you guys know 2015 is the year of Chrome, and there's no excuses. There's tons of Chrome out there now. Filmphotographystore.com has got you covered. FPP Retro Chrome 160 320. We've got Fuji Chrome on there. We have some old Ektachrome on there. We have all sorts of goody good stuff. Personally, I've been shooting that FPP Retro Chrome 320 and some of my reserves of Kodak EPN and E100G. Mm-mm-mm. If you want to see what I've been up to, you can always head to my site, mattmarash.com, M-A-T-M-A-R-R-A-S-H.com. Just did a photo set with all the staffers at my day job, Midwest Photo Exchange. You can check those out at mattmarash.com forward slash MPEX, M-P-E-X. Shot all the staffers on 8x10, Ektachrome, processed by our friends at The Dark Room. Uh, Phil and Keith and all the rest of the folks did an amazing job with it. Really fast turnaround, and I think the results speak for themselves. So if you guys uh, are feeling the Chrome love, be sure to shoot it and share it. We want to see it. We want to share it ourselves. Uh, Go ahead and post it to the Film Photography Podcast Facebook page. Throw it in the Flickr pool. Send us a tweet, however you want to. We'd like to see it. Email podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Let's see what you're getting up to. All right, well, I got to head out. I'm going to hit the rickety road here in a few short days on my way out to sunny Santa Fe to take a workshop with the legendary black and white master, Alan Ross, and hopefully I'll have some audio updates for you guys then. We'll see you soon. Hey, FPPers, Matt Mirage here. Going to talk to you real quick about a great new Kickstarter I saw going on, and we have till September 1st to see that these guys succeed in their modest fundraising goal. If you go on Kickstarter and type Galaxy Photo Paper, you'll come across a project, Galaxy Hyperspeed Direct Positive Photo Paper. Whoa, whoa. What, what is that? That's right. A direct positive black and white darkroom paper that you can expose in a large or ultra large format camera. Pretty cool stuff. They're boasting a speed of 120. Not 120 film, 120 ASA. That is hyper fast for a black and white darkroom paper. Uh, Still good to use with a safe light. They recommend uh, a certain bulb in their Kickstarter. 120 speed, that's lightning fast. Uh, Folks out there that haven't shot direct positive paper, the usual ASAs range from mm, ASA half to ASA three. So this is lightning fast. We're talking standard film speeds here, folks. Get some great portraits, good fast shutter speeds, capturing motion on this kind of stuff. If you've never tried direct positive photo paper before, back these guys. Kick them a couple bucks. They've got some great rewards out there for dollar amounts as little as five for as much as uh, 10000 as much as you want to give. At the time of recording, they've got... Just a hair over five grand to go. They're only asking for 30,000 bucks. They have quite a few backers, and we have until September 1st to see that these guys get back. So if you are wanting to dip your toe back into the darkroom, get into large or ultra large format, kick these guys a few bucks. You'll be surprised. Galaxy Photo Paper. You can uh, check it out on the Google or check it out here in the show notes. The Google. uh, For their Kickstarter page, and let's give them some love and support. Check it out. Hey, we're back. Hey, let's uh, do a quick letter. 
Yeah, let's do it. Hey, this is from Larry Shapiro, and it says, Dear Mike and gang, I want to thank you for the great weekend in San Clemente at the WW3. It was a gas, man. In more way than one since I won the Nikon FM body oh, in the drawing. Nice. Oh, lucky yeah. dog. To see you guys in person as well as to meet other film shooters. Uh, you will probably remember me as the Noblex shooter. You remember him? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? Because that's on my wish list. Oh, oh okay. here. Mike's handing me a Noblex. Sweet. Thanks, no, man. he's not. Not the easiest camera to handhold, but I have enclosed a panorama I took, which includes you, Matt, and Phil. I'm even in the picture if you look at the reflection in the window. I've been listening from the beginning and have been a film shooter since 1959. Whoa. Whoa. Nice, Larry. When I borrowed my dad's DeJure 35mm camera. I developed my first roll of film and was hooked on a lifetime of photography. I still have a darkroom, but mainly use it for alternative process printing. Most recently, I've been making oil prints. What? You can see examples on my website, LarryShapiroPhoto.com. I would like to see that. Okay. Well, well you got your Now tab- you know where to get there. You got your tablet. All right. Come on, LarryShapiroPhoto.com. Uh, as you folks, while well, he's looking up Larry Shapiro's website... Uh, as you folks know, I'm in the mi- reason why this podcast even exists. One of the reasons is why I'm in the midst of testing Whoa. Super 8 film. Oh, what do you got there? Wow, look at oh. that. Holy sh- Larry. Larry, we're loving your wow, we're Larry. loving your stuff. We're loving your sheesh. God. Naked mannequins, I like it. I like it. And how do you get there? Romoil uh, LarryShapiroPhoto.com. Look at that. These look Beautiful. like like vintage pointillism sketches. Oh my god. That's Beautiful. amazing. All right. Here, go down. You go down. Remarkable. Okay, let's talk about Super 8. Let's talk about something people don't have to be able to look at. <laughs> let's talk about Super 8. Super 8. Uh, myself and John Fideli have been getting into Super 8, and many, 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 yeah. <laughs> many of you have asked about it. And for folks out, out there listening who haven't gotten into it yet, I want to tell you how much fun it is. Uh, first and foremost, you'll need to go on the eBay.com and buy yourself a camera. Which uh, you can get for pennies. You get relatively inexpensive. What? 30 buck? In this crazy world, yeah, 20 or 30 bucks, you can get something amazing. You, you could get a Bolex for 50. Well, I have three cameras that I'm shooting with right now. You're crazy. First and foremost, which is awesome because it's very small, very compact, it's the Canon 514XL. I highly recommend it. It's awesome. However, the camera that I own, it was, it was clearly dropped on its lens. Because of that, the lens is out of whack. So I shot a roll, which most of it came out okay, but a lot of it's out of focus because I think the drop damaged the camera. Let's put it this way. You can get one from between $20 and $50 in good working condition. Well, there, there are some cameras that are more culty, like the Canon. The Canons are very culty. How about this one? Look at this. I have to tell you, folks, I avoid buying the sound cameras. With the macro lens. I, I avoid buying the sound cameras because sound film is no longer manufactured, so you're buying a camera with a lot more bells and whistles for no reason. Yeah. Like, like, why? Why Nobody even? makes a little sound strip no. on Super 8 anymore? There's no Super 8 sound film anymore, oh, right. unfortunately. Uh, so, really quick. It's all on sound? It's all silent. I was trying to make a joke, but thanks for going with it. So, really quick, I bought myself a GAF and Skomatic. A GAF? Yes. That's how Henry Fonda used to say He did, he did. And Skomatic ST87. This one was very inexpensive. And as with all eBay purchases, I asked the seller, hey, man. You know, make sure the battery compartment isn't corroded mm-hmm. and see if they can pop some batteries in so that, the you know, oh, we'll see if the Camry great. can actually run. See if run. the mice inside can run on the treadmill. Yeah. I'm oh, thinking... My. I think the starter's going. 
<laughs> and now this one, I shot a whole roll, and it went fine. But as you can hear, sounds horrible. You need some Earl in there. That I think. What kind of oil? A little deoxid? I, no, I'd say some grease. You need something like yeah, some lithium something grease viscous. or something. Yeah, something, something that, that won't damage. Something that won't migrate. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm gonna, you know. Talk to Mark about that after the big show. What Pump show? some grease into it. Then it was a little bit more expensive. I highly also recommend. I haven't got my footage back yet. This is made by Braun. Wow. make my razor? Yeah, that's correct. Oh, my goodness. This is a Braun Niso. It works better than my razor. Niso S40. And The first lens cuts close. The second lens. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this, guys and gals. Listen. Ooh. Oh. Sexy. Oh, that's, that's smooth. That's All sexy. Right. That's really, really smooth. Sexy. So I shot these. Yeah, do it uh, again. Oh, yeah. All right. I mean, that's real. That's sexy. Here, let's compare. Here's Nitso. <laughs> Here's the GAF. <laughs> Sounds like a guy. <laughs> like two raccoons <laughs> fighting under a blanket. <laughs> so the jury's oh, it out. Me laugh. It makes me sweat. <laughs> the film's at the lab. So I have those two cameras. Uh, now, the first and foremost, when you get hold of your camera, the first thing you need to do is quickly test to make sure it works. You put your batteries in. Please note that some cameras, <clears> like <throat> both of these cameras, the GAF and the Braun, mm-hmm. once you put your double A's in, there's a second battery compartment specifically for the light meter. It oh. takes a button cell. Oh. It takes a PX, hmm. what's the? 625, maybe? A PX625. Yeah. 625, 626, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> the beauty of the Canon is that this is a later model, so this only takes the double A's. Very sleek and uh, light, Yes, that camera. But quickly, I want to share uh, John's camera. What's your model? It's uh, a Minolta. The Minolta like, tricorder. Auto stuff, a, uh, auto, <laughs> <laughs> auto Pack 8 K, model K11. And it weighs substantially more than uh, that's the like cannon. a cube. It does really, that really does look like a Star Trek. Well, I, yeah, exactly. I, I got to say, I got this once the Super Eight bug bit. We were in Finley, Ohio, in Leslie's store, and she had a bunch of cameras. And she's like, "Here, just take this one." So I took it, and it was uh, corroded. The battery compartment was corroded. Oh. Mark worked it out for me. And funny story, he deoxed it and scrubbed it, and then he went to go start it. It wouldn't work. And he just banged it on the table, and it started working, and it's worked that ever since. That fixes half my cameras. <laughs> yeah. If I did that, the lens would have popped off. <laughs> but Mark did it, so it worked. And uh, it's a great little camera. It is. It's a beautiful viewing lens. I, I popped over John Fidelli's house right before he went on vacation. To give it the seal of approval. To give it a once-over. And you may say, well... Mike, what do you got to do to make sure your camera works? Well, first and foremost, and by the way, I just want to give Phil at Pro... Phil's brother! Phil at Pro 8 millimeter props for... I mean, this is where I got the information Mm -hmm. on. So, uh, you know, like quick test to test your camera. Put the batteries in. Make sure... I always look up the uh, manual online. See if Mm -hmm. you can get the manual to make sure... See if there's a battery compartment specifically for the meter. You'll need to put a battery in there Mm. as well. You can look through the eyepiece and see the meter moving. Like you hold the camera up to light while you're shooting without a a cartridge. You know, you do this stuff without before you load your camera. Uh And then you look... You open up the film compartment. And with the film compartment open, you look through where the film plane is. Oh. And while you're looking through, you hold it up to the light. Yeah. And you look through, and you can see the flickering. The flicker. Yeah, you can see the flicker. The shutter flickering. That's right. John's, and this is kind of interesting and very important, your big question was, you're like, oh, gosh darn it, Mike. I bought 200T film. Yeah. 
You bought 200T tungsten indoor film, and you were so concerned. You're like, what am I going to do? And I didn't know. I, I said to John, well, you're going to have to get a filter. You're going exactly. to do this. You're going to have to do that. So much to my surprise and shock, Mark, I went to, I went to you know, John's house. I had, it, I had the cartridge, and I saw that these cartridges are tabbed. Mm-hmm. Now, for some cameras, like the one I'm holding in my hand, the ca- my Canon, it has an indoor-outdoor switch. Uh-huh. But John's has no such switch. Now, what's happening with John's camera is that... Yeah, look at that. Yep. John has a little tab. When you put a little the, nub. Yeah, when you put the cartridge in, because it's 200T film, it hit the nub, and it slides a filter in front of... That's crazy. Uh, ...your crazy. lens, so that... The T film becomes useful for outdoor shooting. Oh. You see it? That's, that's super crazy, right? Uh, you know, it's actually the opposite. You can see that the 85 is in front, and when you push the tab in, it goes away. So it's the opposite. Oh. Uh, but that's but that's still when, cool. When it's you push still, the tab, what happens? Thing. Yeah, it's the same idea. But yeah, I can see. I, you can see that. It's what happens when you push the tab? When I push the tab, it goes clear. Now it's kind of mm-hmm. yellow. When I push the tab, it goes clear. You can see the the yellow pop in front. Well, that, that's that awesome. Answers the question. Yeah. The, the T film was tabbed so right. that. The filter goes up. Right. Which is crazy. So you could shoot outdoors. Yeah. That's awesome. But then what if you want to shoot it indoors like it's rated for? Well, I told John, if you shoot indoors and that filter is up, it's like it's, you're just going to have a warmer image. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. But you, you had, gonna, like, corrode it. You had 200T film, which is yeah. kind of designed to shoot outdoors. Yeah. So John also had a role, which we got from the FPP store, of mm-hmm. Wittner Chrome. Wittner! <laughs> it's 200D. You're going to love this. It's new. This company in Germany, Wittner. Wittner! They, sl- they slit film. So they have AGFA, 200 daylight slide film that they slit Ridiculous. and put in Super 8 cartridges. That's cool. That's Why can't we just get AGFA? Cr- AGFA doesn't do it anymore. Oh, what, what the heck? What the heck and right. So, but now Wittner does. Is it Wittner, like W-I-T-T-N-E-R? Yeah. Because I, I know Wittner, I sell Wittner like metronomes and things. Oh, I, I bet you they company. make it. Yeah. So, John, I took the Vintner Chrome yes. cartridge and I, you know, just popped it in. Yeah. And that's tabbed so that the filter, there was no filter because right. it's already daylight. Yeah. So, like, I'm like, John, John you're all set. I am. And you still have questions. I like, was shocked. I, I didn't believe it. You didn't believe it. I didn't believe you. You're like, no, I don't no. know. You, you said, the John queen. said, well, what am I going to do about the tungsten film? Didn't I even text you when I was shooting? Yes. I'm like, Mike, are you sure this yeah. is going to happen? Just pop it in. Your, your camera does yeah. everything. Yeah, it's beauty. So this gets a little confusing. and You can always send emails, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. <laughs> Each camera is going to vary. For example, this camera that I hold in my hand, when I shoot and I have the bulb on, there's no filter. Mm. However, no filter. When I sli- s- s- switch slide. it, slide it. Thank you, John. Slide it. Slide it to the sun. Slide it to the sun. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's a orange filter. Right. That means that, generally speaking, this camera is designed for tungsten film. Most cameras, Super 8, were designed for tungsten film. Because back in the day, right. it was all Kodachrome was T, uh, Ektachrome 64 T. It was all, you know, people... What were, what were those uh, rated, though? What were the ISOs, you think? Uh, Ektachrome was 64. Yeah, no wonder it was so damn bright every Christmas. That's, <laughs> that's right. And the Kodachrome was 40. Oh, my God. So that's why, That's yeah. why you have those big... Wow. 2,000-watt light bars. That's right. You had to bolt on the top. 
But what I did was I made a little cheat sheet for. I love making cheat sheets. So yeah. you know, sun or bulb, like screw yeah. that. Like once you decide, once you figure out where the which switch the filter is over, mm-hmm. I put a little note that says 80, an eighty-five filter is the orange. Okay. So now I know if I'm flip to this that my filter's up. Right. And if it's flipped to that, there's no filter. You, I mean, you could just use the legend, but so, see, I don't have the nub on mine. Ah, oh. yours is automatic. Auto. Mine doesn't have that nub. Okay. So each camera is different. It's going to get a little confusing, folks. But we'll get through this. Yeah. I can't wait to get the images back. Uh, I'm glad you said that. Can tell you how happy I am. If you send your, if you send your kit, there's a kit that the FPP has it's called the Pro Eight. By the way, folks, I'll tell you what's so special about it. The, I'm going to whisper this because I don't want anybody to know. Okay. The Pro 8 kit, which includes the film, the processing, and the transfer mm-hmm. to, a, to a file, if you look anywhere, it's $88. Yep. That's what you paid at That's B&H. That's what I paid, yeah, 90 bucks. $88. You know what it is, FPP? Seventy nine ninety nine with developing. This is the same oh, it's kit. The same package. It's the same kit. Hmm. You save you save uh, ten dollars. That's one right. Cent. I'm sitting here with no shirt on because I see I lost my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my shirt. Yeah, it's like um FPP's taking. I was going to ask. FPP's taking a bath for you mm. folks. Seriously, it's nobody, like nobody loves because when I get stuff more and Justin you. gently kisses each roll when he ships is, it back to you. This is what you got back, yeah. Because when Ooh. I get when I get stuff, you know, to me, to, yeah, when me, to me, it's like you know what I say to myself. I'm like, wait, eighty dollars, it's too much. It's, too much. it's yeah. too much money, Mike. It's too low. <laughs> <laughs> so when you send your cartridge out for oh, processing, nice. you get emailed a link to a Dropbox. They where don't you, give you a, a physical digi- DVD or anything. It's just all digital. Dropbox. You're gonna get a Dropbox okay. link. This prob- is, it might be bigger than your Dropbox. No, it's not. It's not. It's a nice, nice compact file. Oh, is it? Oh, I mean, bigger than a DVD. I so this say. is the the Pro back, Eight Kit. Back memories. Yeah, this is the Pro Eight Kit. We have the the 50D kit right now. Mike, Mark shrugs. <laughs> yeah, whatever. And the 500T kit. Soon to have the the 200T kit. We'll have everything. Every T. But you see, you get there, and even the film cartridge. Did you, did you notice, John, that in the film cartridge there was a little like info sheet of how? Oh yeah, it was great. This great. company, Pro Eight. I mean, these guys are tops. Yep. And they're run by this guy, Phil. Phil. Rhonda. Rhonda. If you went in their site, you noticed there's a Rhonda cam. Help me, Rhonda. <laughs> a Rhonda cam? Yeah. Oh, right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. So th- they're really nice people, and they answer questions, and they're awesome. So. Yeah. Uh, everything I wanted to know about shooting that film was in that little pamphlet yeah. when I shot it. It was very informative. The only drawback, if any, is that this is color negative mm. film, so you can't project this through, through a projector. Color yeah. negative. You could. Well, you it could. Just, it just look weird. Yeah, it look weird. Did Everyone have to wear negative glasses. <laughs> Did you see uh, the video they have posted up there of the color correction? Processing? Yeah. Oh, my God. They have. It the, looks so good. Yeah. It's a little bit too expensive for me, but... They offer like a 16 by 9. Like, they'll, they'll do a deluxe package for you. But, like the, mm. but the color correction and stuff... Was, if you're shooting... Was it a wedding? Yes. Yeah, if you're shooting a wedding... It I looks, can see. Like the, the original 8mm stuff, you're like, oh, that's so sweet. It's 8mm. Yeah. But then when they showed you after the color correction and everything, you're like, whoa. Yeah. That looks fabulous. Night and day. Meanwhile, over at Dwayne's photo. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in the Stone Age. Right. So let's say you buy the, the Vitna Chrome 200D. Yeah. Or if you have some Ektachrome 200D, which I shot the Pompton Plains car show on. Mm. Pompton. So, oh, yeah. What, did you ever get the T-Bird? I back? did. Oh, oh, that's what's okay. Good. All right. Yeah. So, 
So now I'm interested again. So that's negative stuff. <laughs> me, me, me. Now you see, you'll, no- <laughs> you'll notice that different labs do different things. Like yeah. Pro 8, like that's their thing. Yeah. The Kodak Vision 3, 500T, 200T, 50D. Like that's it. That's it. That's their thing. But what if you want to shoot positive? What if you want to shoot ectochrome? Or shoot the Vintnerchrome? Yeah. <laughs> what well, if? Well, right now, as of right now, I'm experimenting with some other labs, folks. So this is, a, a, this is in progress. I may change my mind in a few months. But right now, if you buy a roll of Vintner Chrome from us, I send you the Dwayne's Photo film processing, not prepaid, by the way, film processing and order form for, for uh, transfer with your roll of film. Some guy scribbles on Yeah, there. I scribbled that. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, by the way, they sent a note back. This is regarding the film. Uh, panning, original film shot with quick jerky motions. <laughs> foreign matter unfilled. Oh, foreign, foreign matter. They send you back notes. Dust hair, out of focus film. Did they give you a grade? Yes. F. Remarks, scratches. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I sent not only the Pompton Plains T-Bird car show, but I also sent a roll of film that we shot in 2011 at the PDN. Oh, my God. Two rolls of that. Oh, my God. That, oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. that so, I have so, pictures wow. of you holding that camera. Oh my I was God. also wondering what happened. So I'm yeah. very happy that I shot my shots in focus, but you were not as... Oh, My shots were out of focus? Mm, pretty much. Ah, oh, jeez. Not all well, of them. Some of that them. That was pre-glasses. It's your first time using one of these cameras, so that's understandable. First time in 10 years. Pre-glasses. So what you get back, you may want to know, what, what do I get back? Oh, by the way... I like the little spools. The Pro 8 negative film, that's pay one price, FPP seventy nine ninety nine. That's the whole shebang. That's the way to go. For Vintner Chrome, it's, it's piecemeal. So you buy yeah. the film. It's too much I work. I think it's 30-something dollars. Yeah, I have to look yeah. on the site. I broke it down for you guys and gals out there. The process at Dwayne's, processing $12. You sure that's it? You know, $12? You've got to add the $2 for Give the prep Give me a fee. chance. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Uh, shipping is going to cost you $4.50. You forgot the $2. I did. I'll, I'll put it in. All Scanning right. is $12. And, and you've got the $2 on And there's a prep fee for $2. It's $32.50. Thank you, John. That's still... That's pretty good, though. Yeah. That's for a three-minute roll? That's for a three-minute roll. That's, not, that's a lot less than I would have thought. So. And I have here, what I got back was the car show. Car <laughs> show. And wait, what, is, what does one of these cost? Are you selling the Vintner? 30-something bucks. Vintner Chrome. Let's You're say 35. By the way, just folks listening, if you have Kodachrome, really just put it on the shelf. Do not shoot it. No one will process it. Maybe some time in the future we'll like, process it in a bucket for yeah, S and giggles. If you're a complete moron like I am. Freeze it. Wittner Chrome. 200. So it's a similar price to do the Wittner, which will get you positive. Positive. So but, it's essentially the same. But if you're going to project it, if you don't want to scan to edit, right. you could just buy it for $39.99, spend $12 to process it, then you're done. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Like, can you just project it and then shoot it with your phone? Save yourself yes, some money? Yes, you can. Okay. Of course you can. Thanks. Hey, you cheap bastard. If you project it really small on the wall, it makes a nice tight image. That it does. You could shoot it with your DLSLR. Sure. DLSLR. LSDSLR. Shoot it with your your D80. But you could also you could also get you could you could get the Vintner, get a Unicolor E6 kit, do it in a bucket. Well, we're going to experiment with that. The question is, I'd be curious about that. Can can you shoot your own Super 8 positive film and then process process it yourself with the rapid? E6 kit in a bucket. I'm going to oh. need a roll of the Vintner we then because we're going to have to do some experimenting. You should do it on a smooth night. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, woo, woo, oh. I come up for air. You look at you like exhausted. So, uh, that's a lot, folks. That's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of new stuff. It's a lot of stuff to listen to, especially if you're not interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember when I, we used to talk about Polaroid? What's new with 120? Nothing. Uh, I have no idea. No. <laughs> Here we <laughs>
Read this. Here, read this. Oh, this guy. Read it. This gen- I'll read it. This guy, Stephen, he rep- recommends a, a, Let lo- Mark read it. a new lab that I'm looking into. Oh, jeez. Huh? Cinelab. That looks like a diner menu. <laughs> you know, and I broke it out. Cinelab. How much is the liverwurst? They'll do... Uh, Cinelab will process your film. Now, you see, each lab has their own thing. They'll do Tri-X or Color Negative for $18 a roll, but oh. they won't do the Vintner Chrome. Ah. They don't do Chrome. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's a big thing. So they'll do $18, and then for what's called a scene-to-scene timed transfer, 34 cents per foot, which equals $17 per 50-foot roll. Which isn't bad. That's cheaper than Dwayne's. I'm guessing. No, it's not cheaper than Dwayne's. Dwayne's is 12. Oh, is it really? I thought it was 20. No. You sure? I'm listening. We didn't talk about scene to scene. Dwayne's is $12 per roll to transfer your 50-foot rolls. Yeah, but not the scene to scene correct. Scene to scene correct is $17 total. At Dwayne's? (sighs) At Cinelab. Well, how much is it at Dwayne's? $12. $12. They don't do scene to scene. Oh, I thought just, they did. Just to bring this all around. The, but what, so what's scene to scene? What is that? Scene to scene is, they, means they look at the film and then they time it. So they correct for each, each scene. Each time you stop and start, they'll, they'll re- fix reset it. everything. Oh, okay. So I so, took, so basically what, what, they would, what, what Dwayne's does is look at the beginning of the role and right. just go from there. I got you. Okay. So I, I was like scratching my head. I'm like, I knew that I, I carefully Ooh. shot that car show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I took out a projector that wasn't working so great, but I was able to get the film through it without it destroying the film. By the way, beware, bonus: beware of projectors. If you're going to yeah. buy a projector, <laughs> buy some like what's called leader. It's, yeah. it's the white stuff at the beginning of your film. Yeah. Leader. You don't, don't want to thread your film with. Put a lot of film. leader on and thread the leader and make sure it works before chewing up your film. That's like the worst thing. Believe me, like I, I shot my dad on talk about that. Oh jeez. So that happened. Your dad too. Uh, all the time. Your film getting. Chewed That's how up I learned projector. how to curse. <laughs> So I got the film in a proje- <laughs> projector, <laughs> and I have it pro- projecting on the wall, and I'm looking, and I'm like, this looks good. It was a bright, crisp day. So get out your, uh, get out your <laughs> Samsung, whatever you got. Samsung, Ga- Samsung Galaxy? Your Galaxy. Uh, hello, Google. <laughs> Videotape my wall. So next roll, I'm going to try the Cinelab, which Steve says. This is a letter from Steve. He says, hello. I just finished your podcast about Super 8 16mm. I have a few comments. Hmm. Besides Kodak, there are, are other movie films available. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we now know there's Vintner Chrome. <laughs> there's also, um, I believe that Orwell. Orwell. Orwell? I think Orwell? Or- I think that Orwell makes film. I, I haven't looked into it yet. I'm looking into it. And uh, so there are other movie films out there. We're looking into it. Mm. And he says, there still are processing labs on the east coast of the U.S. One of them is Cinelab in Massachusetts. Mm. And thank you, Stephen, because that's how I looked up Cinelab. Oh, and I was like, that. oh, man, these guys rule. It's a full-service labs labs <laughs> that processes black and white and color negative from regular 8 up to 35 millimeter. Cinelab handles the film shot for The Walking Dead. Is that right? Oh, what that's film cool. did they shoot on The Walking Dead? I was so impressed when I found out that they still shoot Walking they shoot Dead film. on film. That's a film shoot? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Isn't that awesome? That is awesome. That is awesome. It's horrible that I can't tell the difference. <laughs> But it does have that beautiful look to it. You know, I wouldn't have known. I don't know the difference, but it's just cool that they do. There's another lab in Maryland, I think, called Color Lab. I have not looked Mm. them up yet. There is still some life left for filmmakers on the East Coast. Nice show. I enjoyed it. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah, good info, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Are they uh, the sister company of Cinnabon? (laughs) Cinnabon. Did you hear that? No. This next letter comes from Sean Anderson. Uh, It says, how to pronounce your name? Sean Anderson. Great. (laughs) Go figure. With all this talk of Super 8 on the podcast, I thought I'd share my newest short film. Oh, you got a film from him? Uh, He sent me the Vimeo link. Oh. It's a sci-fi horror film called New Man. Man. 
about a metaphysical scientist who gets in way over his head. I shot it on one roll of Kodak Tri-X. One roll. Sounds like something you would shoot. In the camera? Yes. Oh, awesome. It's a black and white reversal Super 8 film from Pro 8 on my Canon 310XL. It's a great little camera, super simple, beautiful design, and it's one of my favorite pieces of retro gear that I own. The audio was recorded on a portable audio cassette recorder. Wow. Lo-fi all the way, baby. That's what he says. That's so cool. Uh, So thanks for the great shoes. Sean Anderson. Let's pronounce Sean Anderson. Let's put a link in the show notes. How do you get there? What show? Uh, Vimeo link. It's vimeo.com slash 1346946692. Okay. Or go to, go to Sean Anders. Oh, sorry. SeanAndersonMedia.com. And I'm sure you can get a link there. Sean Anders on Media. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's what I read it. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Here's a letter, and this is from Danny Peters. This seems like something Mark would be into. Oh, okay. Well, let's let Mark read it. No, Mark, you read it. Oh, okay. How come I never get to read? It says, uh, name's Danny Peters. How to pronounce your name? Standard. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's just your standard Danny Peters. You're so, uh, Danny Peters. Exactly. Hey, gang, I just got back into film photography, found your podcast, and I've listened to the first six episodes or so. I also started Boring. at the more recent end, okay. listened to the latest, and... I'm halfway through the previous one. I'm lost. What? (laughs) Where you talk about Super 8. I don't know if you've seen it, but the best Super 8 website I know of is straight8.com. Oh, you sent me there before. I did? Yeah, to look for the manual for my camera. (sighs) No. No? Okay. (laughs) Straight 8 is a concept and a contest where people shoot a single roll of Super 8. Do not process it, submit it to the contest, and then watch it for the first time along with everyone else who shows up to that year's premiere. That's what? crazy, right? What? That's cool. You, I knew you would say that. I like that. I'm I like, like, this that. is what Margaret would want to do. You shoot, a, you shoot your movie the best you can, then you just yeah. send them your roll of film. Well, In-camera shoot. Yes. In-camera shot. And then they premiere it at some festival. Live or on the internet? I don't know. What does it say? Oh, okay. Keep reading. I've seen some wonderful stuff, but I recommend that you watch Deja Vu from 2005 first and try to wrap your head around that that one. No editing, no trick shots, all those cars. Oh, and they got my attention there. And then the best one I've ever seen, Earth to Earth from 2004. I know nothing else about the contest or website or whether... They are even still active. I just check back in every couple of years to watch the films. Actually, the latest post is from 2010. Still worth watching the ones there. Should I read the rest down here? Something I've often thought of and even searched the topic or you on could read it. Google <laughs> without finding much is taking a Super 8 camera, loading it with a cartridge, then using a plunger to turn the movie camera into a still camera. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, picturing yeah, a yeah, toilet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could do that with my camera. Most juicy. Ma- many of these cameras you could do frame by frame. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. I can look one. Frame. Well, you could do a stop. Yeah, stop. Oh, stop, look at stop that. motion. Do, do, I think this do, says do, it has do, a. One is the loneliest number that you. I don't think that camera has it. What is it? That's something else. Your camera is a very. That's something else. Your camera is a very. No, you've got to have it. Oh, no, no, not every camera has it. It's a screw mill. Stop it, Mike. No, that's a very basic. In your face. 1966, baby. By the math. I love 66s. It's the same as my Mustang Fastback I've got. So if you put a camera on a tripod and have the plunger, plunger. also known as a cable release, and do shot, click, click, or even slower, Mm. you basically have an animated movie. Well, that's like you when you did the the werewolf changes in yes. uh, Lo- Werewolf Lomakina Werewolf. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I exactly. did. Exactly. Yeah. I'm actually thinking of remaking that movie. You should on Super Eight. 
Oh, yeah. Doing a proper oh, wow. time lapse. Yeah. That would be, be fun, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Remember Paul Makinos? Those are but awesome. But do, do you have to meter differently for single, single frame? One thing I learned. It works in there? Super 8, everything auto. Really? Do not mess with but the take auto. It, take it from me, folks. Listen to the past episodes. Yeah. A lot of these cameras have like manual function, and you're going to get the thrill. You're going to be like, I'm going to use my meter, I'm going to use the manual. Yeah. They're very sticky, the manual, and they're not accurate anymore. I would highly recommend you avoid anything manual with Super 8. But hey, man, that's just me. Yeah. Knock your socks off, right? <laughs> yeah, get as crazy as you want. Hey, thanks, Danny Peters. I think we covered. Believe me, I could sit here all day and night. I could. This could be like a telethon. You could. Yes. I got to eat. And, oh, yeah, we got to go. But we we still have more stuff yet. Hey, I want to thank uh, Johnny Martyr, Johnny Martyr, J O H J O H J O H N N Y M A R J O H N N Y M A R T Y R dot com. I'm on Johnny's mailing list. He sends out Some photographs, photographs. Uh, uh, postcards. <laughs> oh. The latest is a uh, young woman on the subway, and you yeah. can see a dude here like he's kicking up his That's feet. Kevin, clearly. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know that's a picture Kevin would yeah, take. Yeah, he's always creeping. So, uh, Beach creeper. That's thanks. a creeper shot. So uh, Johnny does what's called, like, I'm a pen pal. So I'm his pen pal. Now, sadly, I haven't gotten around. I'm going to get around to it. I haven't mailed anything you out. you got to go back and give I, him, send him yeah, some. Yeah, i got to start sending out some cards. It's a nice idea. Uh, also, Flickr.com, F-L-I-C-K-R.com. You can go there and type in Film Photography Podcast. You'll see our group. Mm. That's a great place to meet people. And it's a great place to see awesome photos. Awesome photos. And that's where you meet people, like, oh, get there. Like, you, you meet people and, you know, do you an exchange. Start, you can start something new. Yes, pen pals. It's awesome. When we come back, we're going to be talking about a camera with Mark. Mm-hmm. And uh, during the Imagine break. Imagine that. <laughs> talking about a still camera. And when we come back, we'll be talking about that. And I'm gonna, in the, during the break, I'm going to be sitting here, like, doing heavy you know, like breathing to get myself calmed down. Okay, good. And I'm going to go pee. Okay, bye. All right. Super 8. It's time to pick up a camera and shoot your own three-minute film on a cartridge of Super 8 film. And where are you going to get your film from? Right here at the Film Photography Project store online. As weeks go by, you'll see more and more Super 8 film stocks being added to the store. We have the Kodak Vision 3 line of films that come with a cartridge and a prepaid order form to get your film processed and transferred to a digital file. If you're into projection, if you want to project your film in your living room on a vintage projector, you'll want the brand new Whitner Chrome 200D Chrome Super 8 film. Keep an eye on the FPP Super 8 section in the store in coming months for new products being added. And it's time to start shooting some home movies. Super 8. gyrocopter and a Kodak Instamatic movie camera. The camera that loads instantly and shoots a brand new kind of movies called Super 8. So improved they make other movies look old-fashioned. Take it from Kodak. They're the movies of the future. Guess he's never seen a camera like this before. Automatic, power wind, zooms at a touch. 
Everywhere you take this camera, you'll get a great big welcome. And just wait till you see your movies on a Super 8 projector. Enjoy life the really modern way. Get a Kodak Instamatic M5 movie camera. Gyrocopter, optional at extra cost. Hey, we're back. No, no, let's oh, actually take a break. I didn't even take it out yet. No break. You go take oh, it okay. Just go, man. Just go. <laughs> hey, we're back. No, wait till John comes back. All right, let me get my, my little... There's a great shot. Get that. Oh. You got the GAF Super 8? Yeah. Wonderful. Is it loaded? Yeah. Now, you got to be very quiet because they're very temperamental. One, I'm sensitive about his ears. The other is very touchy about his side. Now, just aim it and start shooting. Don't worry about the exposure. There's an electric eye in there. It takes care of all that. GAF Super 8's got a zoom lens. You know how to use it? Uh-huh. Okay, now zoom in to close-up. Sweetheart, look at Daddy! Hey, we're back. Right now, I'm shooting with my Instax Mini 90 camera. If anyone ever wanted to know, like, hey, man, like, Instax film, you know, it's so new, but what is it like expired? Uh, my answer to that is, from experience, you don't want to know. It's not like, Instax film is not like Polaroid film where it's like, you know, you could... Hey, let's, let's shoot some really super expired Polaroid. No. I had a pack of what's known as Mio film, which basically was Instax from, like, you know, the early 2000s. What happens with Instax film, if it's super expired, and when I say super expired, I mean like five plus years. Is that's considered super expired? For I consider that to be pretty... Oh, for Instax, yeah, that's true. The packet... What happens is, the packet breaks in your camera. It didn't oh. happen here. And it all the chemistry comes out of the packet onto the back of your film yeah. into your camera. It is... A nightmare. So if you ever see like a Polaroid Mio camera, great, buy the camera, but like, you know, expire 2003 Instax film, like just throw, you know, put it on the shelf. It's a nice shelf piece. That's my major tip of the day. And here's Mark. You guys on the air? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, okay. Here's Mark with a new Diet Pepsi. Mark brings his oh, own soda. Diet Dr. Diet Dr. Pepper. It's sweet. It's a little sweet. I drink Dr. Pepper, don't you see? Because it's the perfect taste for me. You ever see those commercials? No. With Little, little Sweet? No. Oh, they're funny. Okay, so, never mind. So, Mark, what camera are you shooting? Uh, are you um, experiment? Are you, um, you know, doing? A bit of, a bit of, today I'm talking about the, <laughs> uh, the Life-O-Rama 3 which is another one of those cameras that I picked up that, um, upon first inspection, I couldn't find anything about it. Lifo-rama. It's, like, even the Lifo-rama is kind of, like, weirdly, like, I would say laser etched into the top if it wasn't that this camera is 50 years old. But it's a 120 folder, and uh, when you do a little more research, it even has Lifo-rama 3 burned into the top of it. But Ooh. if you do a little more research, it's actually a Decora camera. So Decora was a huge... Your question was, what's Decora? You love... No, you love these folder cameras. I do, because, yeah, because I, I like when they go like this. Oh. Oh, um, I just like that they fold up small, and um, I love that, that you can get a 6x6 six six camera that you can like, put in your jacket yeah, pocket. Like, I just, very, I'm, I'm a sucker for 6x6. Six six. And, and I don't really care about having meters and all that. It does, you know, I don't care about range finders. It does mm-hmm. everything I need it to do. So essentially, if, if you're looking up Lifeorama, you won't find it. This was like the American name of it. How do you find it? Uh, well, if you search for Lifeorama, you'll get a little link at the bottom of Camerapedia that says, oh, by the way, that's a Decora. But it's... A German-produced camera, and uh, Decora, they started in the, in the mid-40s, but they primarily, I mean, they made cameras under their own name, but they were also making cameras for a lot of other companies. So you'll see Porst, Ferrania, Ilford yes. cameras, but those were all made by Decora. Which country? 
Uh, it depends on what country they are. So if you, I mean, uh, presumably if you're in Italy and you have a Ferrania camera, it was made by Decora in Germany. So this is an American camera called Liferama that was made in Germany by Decora. So it was just kind of like the generic. Are you aware of who distributed it in America? Like how did you get it in America? Um, I don't know where Liferama came from. They also, the same, essentially the same camera was also marketed as the Tower 60 and it was available at Sears. Oh, so, yes. So you could get it at Sears. So there were all different versions of it. But basically... So if if you want to if you want to see what it is basically the uh, what do they call it the Decora One is the equivalent of what this is so this is these are made in about 1952 like I said it's a six by six 120 folder fairly basic otherwise it, like I said it doesn't have a meter uh, it does have a PC hot shoe with a uh, PC hot port I should say PC port with um, a cold shoe it's got a, a good range of shutter speeds it's got a good range of apertures the thing that I like about it which it's I always like fast. on these. Uh, it's this one's a five point six. They they did make them as fast as a as a three point five, mm. which is pretty good. But for a you know for a little pocket folding camera, yeah. five six is fine if you're out in the sun. So it's a five point six seventy five that I've got on here. They went as fast as a three point five uh, seventy five. Um, but what I like about it is it's got double exposure prevention. Yes, and it's got a body mounted shutter. So once you cock it. Your your shutter release is on the body, which I really like. Nice. I don't I don't like having to reach down onto the shutter, so it feels like a camera when you're shooting it. Yeah. you don't have you know it feels natural if you're used to cameras. Did you mention what year this was made? Uh, fifty two is when they okay. you know early fifty. Can have you shot with it yet? I did, in fact. Oh. This is a one twenty camera. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, if you look on my photo stream, I actually shot a roll of oh. uh, I believe the Arista the Arista one hundred through it, which I which I'm currently obsessed with because I bought like fifty rolls of it, but. <laughs> Nice. It it came out blurry edged and kind mm-hmm. of vintage and retro and you know like you know all the pictures it took looked like they were shot in the fifties, which is really cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like when a camera has a really distinctive look. It's got character. Uh, it did scratch a little bit, but oh. I, that may just be that I've got a little burr on my roller somewhere. But it was very minor. Is but it in your stream? Like all those? Oh, okay. Everything right so, there you're looking at. Yeah, get your own. Ah, let me see. All right. That, uh, that's actually that picture right there. That got picked up by Explorer for some reason. But that, yeah, that got picked up by Explorer for whatever reason. There's me throwing my daughter now, into the I air. Now, I can't really tell here. I'm guessing. Uh, does this produce a square image? It is. Yeah, six it's a square six. image. Yep. That looked pretty good. A little good. pool party yeah. in, in the front. Is that Kevin? That's another guy. It looks like Kevin. And this is if, you go, if you go, like there's a nice one of the little girl, you know, so you get a, a good idea of what it looks like close up. And what film are you shooting? You said you were that. That was the Arista 100. Arista 100. Okay. Yeah, which 100. I like. That's like a, like a freestyle film? It's freestyle. It's like two... Twenty a roll or two fifty a roll. That's a good so picture, and you're not afraid to bring yeah. it into the water. Look at you. Yeah, that's the nice thing about getting cameras like this is you can get right down on top of the water and shoot with it. And if I drop it, I'm out twenty bucks. It's not a big deal. I'm not bringing my Pentax sixty seven in the pool with me. Mm. Square six by six. There you go. You know, nice vintage, blurry, mm. a soft edged, pretty sharp center. Very vintage look to it. I know uh, you folks, when I say you folks, I mean John and Mark, yeah. don't use Instagram, but I and I have my own little posse of folks that I interact, inter- that I interact with on Instagram. Yeah. It is, um, by the way, I'm FPP underscore Michael. A camera like this is awesome because Instagram is square. It's yeah. native square. So yes. you could shoot with a camera like, like this that Mark's talking about and make a beautiful square image. And then just post it right over to the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you tag everything you put up there? No I, filter? <laughs> Hashtag no filter? Uh, yeah. I do, by the way. You have to. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't know how many times I've posted something on my, on my Facebook group and some you know, young cousin somewhere is like, oh, what filter is that? That's awesome. No filter. You don't understand how hard it was to make a picture look this terrible. 
without using filters. It looked terrible the old school way. It's, you know, 40-year-old film and a 100-year-old camera <laughs> yeah. shooting from the hip. What else? Uh, <laughs> Where did you buy that camera? I bought this at the, um, the Hasbrook Heights Hilton camera show. Oh, oh my God. no kidding. Yeah. The first time or a return trip? The first time, yep. From, from those guys. For, for 20 bucks? Nah, not even. I'm sure I didn't pay more than wow. 10 for it. Yeah. You just bought that or you bought a bunch of stuff? I bought a bunch of weird stuff. It so, took you a while to get to this camera. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, I, there was a picture posted on my Flickr a few months ago of my what I call my inbox, which is the desk at the studio mm-hmm. that just has like 50 cameras that are currently being fixed and cleaned yeah. and tested. So this it took me a little while to get to the did you this. have to do anything to this camera to get it going, or did it work from the get-go? Not at all. Yeah, right out of the gate. I didn't do anything to it. So, yeah, it came out great. What do you recommend to people who are at, like, a photo show, and they see, like, an old folder, and they pop it out? Like, what key things do you do to the camera immediately to, you know, to see if it works? Well, I mean, the most important thing is you want to check that the bellows are tight. Because if the bellows are not, like, tight. <laughs> okay. If the bellows are not, like, tight. Then you're gonna, you know, then you got to deal with that, which is a pain and may not be easily fixable. If that's good, you're pretty much golden. If if the shutter works, you know, check it on a couple different shutter speeds, and if it seems like it's, you know, it's not it's not holding up and it's not gummy, then you're fine. And even if it is, usually a couple drops of naphtha will fix it up. Other than that, pretty much good to go. It's now, you know this naphtha. Can I use this for my Super 8 camera? <laughs> that possibly. I think that just needs grease. Like that. That's moving okay. It's that it needs to be not moving. It's just an awful so, sound. Yeah. Will this always sound like this, or as I use no. it, it'll it, get better? I, I think that just the grease dried out and flaked away. If you, if you grease yeah. it up, it'll be... Where, where would I grease this? You've got to get in there where the gears are. You've got to get grease. Oh, get in there, Michael. Grease the gears. I can't just grease over here a little bit? No, that would be very bad. Really? Uh, I'm not going to do anything. How about that? That's fine. You can leave it noisy. You're never going to be able to record with sound with that one. Well, I, I can record with sound. Yeah. But the sound that I will record... Is this another sequel to that raccoon fighting movie he did last time? <laughs> so, the camera, it's called your, what's it called, the brand on there? The Life-O-Rama 3. What that almost, as, far, as far as I know, there was not a Life-O-Rama 1 or 2. It sounds like one of those cameras you get like with a subscription to Time Magazine. I know, because. right? It, the, it, the O-Rama name is kind of odd. I don't know why they did that. Because it's your camera for all of life. When, when you search Life-O-Rama camera, life. did anything come up? The, the only reference that comes up to Life-O-Rama is... A small footnote on the Camerapedia Decora page that says, oh, by the way, these were also sold as Liforamas. So that's the only way that I even found what it was. But um, it's a Decora. I mean, it's, they, they could not have produced very many of these because there's no other information about them. So in your massive inventory of cameras that you're you know, going through and shooting with, now that you've shot with this, like, is this something you'll return to or you're going to move on to something else? This is one that... It, like I have sort of stuff that that's at the top of its category. Yes. If I want a, a compact 120 folding camera like this, I'm going to go for my Seagull. Oh yeah, because that's a rangefinder. It's got a hot shoe. Like I love that. I love that camera. So that's the one I always go back to. This is sort of like the cheap version of my Seagull. Right. So very good. Yeah. It's a nice little camera you got there, buddy. Thanks, man. All what right. are you planning on? We're going to be on break. We're returning to our summer break. We'll be back in one month, September 15th. Uh, what, what's on tap for you, Mark, to shoot with the rest of the summer? Um, I've been using uh, an Exacta 500, which I really like, except that it's backwards. You'll be I've, talking about that? I'll talk about that. I got a Kiev 19, new mm. in the box from 1982. NIB. That's awesome. Yeah. NIB mint inbox. I got uh, I caught a couple big ones that I'm still working on that I have to do some testing. I got a 1912 Auto Graflex um, large format SLR that I want to play with, and I got uh, a pacemaker speed graphic 
that I want to play with as well. So there's all kinds of wacky stuff in the pipeline. Have you found yourself a 127 Kodak Vest pocket camera yet? Yes, I love you those. Have. Yeah, I've got a few of those. Yeah. These are the World War One cameras that soldiers used to carry. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. In battle. I, I don't know if they... They're pretty... T- I mean, yeah, they're, they're, like the f- they're like the Kodak folders, but they're just like miniature well, ones. I'm guessing that if you really research archives, I'm sure you'll find something on the, the line, hmm. the front line. Oh, yeah. Photos. Actual I'm guessing. photos. Sure, yeah. Wow. yeah. So, how about yourself, John? What's on tap for the rest of the summer? Uh, lots of uh, lo-fi stuff. Lo-fi. I like the debonair. I'm the debonair <sighs> guy. Folks, it, by the way, in October coming up, it is the uh, Toy Camera Day, October 18th. Is that right? You can get – here I go touting again. I can't help it. It's just too – the information is too good, folks. <laughs> For $19.99, you get a debonair camera with a roll of film. It's ridiculous. It is. And the debonair, yourself, FPP, Lance it. King, shoots with it constantly. Mm. And I see your photos, his photos online, and they're amazing. It's my go-to vacation camera what do you love about it huh what do you like about easy it? easy to use you drop it in the sand and it won't uh mess it up too drop much drop it in the sand rinse it in the sink you're good to go rinse it in the ocean <laughs> right uh, i just love the images it gives that old lo- lo-fi look uh especially with some e6 it's just beautiful oh you like the uh lomography 200 slide mm, that's yeah. a very retro look yeah i've taken some awesome shots with that like some real keeper shots for you know the family right. photo album now those shots that you ha- that came back from the darkroom with some of those the 120 those were shot on the um, on the what was on there i, I don't really recall. Recall. recall also i'll there. throw in as an added bonus if <laughs> It's way back in my photo stream, but if you search my photo stream for debonair shot sticker, or you know, you know, well, I forget what you call it. I forget what I listed it as, but I made up a sticker that you can put on your winding knob on the top oh. that you can gauge your your frame. If you're shooting 35, uh, yes, with 35, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh if, um, you, if you throw, so you don't have to guess. So you get perfect oh. frame spacing throughout the whole roll. You don't you waste. Throw 35 in the debonair, you can shoot sprocket holes. Sprockets, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So all these years later, still with the, with the Ebonair. Love it. That, awesome. and I shoot the Holga, and, you know, I have the Epic Stylus. Oh, wait. Sorry. To, to go back. Not just 35. For any, you can put 120, and you can use the sticker, too. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Instead of having to look at the back, because you have to look at the hole in the back to see right. the number. Sometimes yes. that's difficult. Is yeah. that ever difficult for you? No. Okay. Not really? Right. Of all people, you can no. see something. I can see something through that red little window. Oh, I take so it. So you have anything else to say? Because I'm talking. We. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be shooting with your Minolta Auto Pack 8 K11? Can I curse? Heck yeah. <laughs> That's Absolutely. John's Super 8 camera. I'm, I'm definitely going to get another roll and bring that And to are the you beach. hankering to, now that you've shot some Super 8, uh, clearly you're going to look at your, what comes back from the yeah. lab. Yeah. Everything's out of the lab right now. Yeah. But are you, for right now, are you leaning towards shooting negative or positive? Uh, negative and positive. <laughs> I'm going to see what it looks like when it comes back. I don't okay. know. I, I shoot both. See, see I happens. see Mark as a positive guy because positive. I see Mark dragging out a projector. At some oh my point. god, totally! I build myself a projector. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a total I'm not, projector no, guy. I'm not going to project. You're you know, project. one of one of my you know my fondest memories as a child is we had we had an eight millimeter movie when we were building my ha- our house in Vermont. My grandfather and my father were building our house, and then we had a video of my a movie. Sorry, not video of my grandfather jumping off onto the ground. And we would stop it and make it run backwards, and he would jump oh, back yeah. up onto the house, and then down, and then up, and then down. And when funniest I was like six, ever. that was the funniest thing that had ever existed your, in the world. Your, your and I still remember that. The special effects, like yeah. stop exactly. It, rewind. Yeah. Oh, that was Reverse. the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Sprockets are being thrown all over the place. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you know where that film is? 
I don't. Oh. Okay. Gone. It's probably long burned gone. up in the projector. <laughs> yeah. I'm going exactly. back and forth. <laughs> Just that, that three inches of movie was yeah. bleached white, yeah, probably. Geez. But um, well, anyway, yeah, I'm, touch, I'm definitely this summer I got to do a movie on my daughter. I, I can't tell you, folks, I would love to sit here and keep talking, but we can't. No. First of all, John and I are amazingly starved. So hungry. Going to Lee Sushi in Wayne, New Jersey. <sighs> it's going to be awesome. Uh, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. <laughs> you could write us, tell us what you think. Uh, I, by the way, thank you, folks. We received an amazing amount of feedback for the little uh, vinyl podcast yes. bonus we did. Yeah. That was our like pilot episode. Yeah, new vinyl episode. We're going to do pilot episode two. Soon. <laughs> the end of the FPP. We don't know exactly what to do with this podcast yet. But we're, you know, you guys enjoyed it so much. I'm thrilled. And tomorrow, John and I are actually doing some thrifting. Yeah, record, constant record thrifting store. or uh, record uh, show. And one day soon, Mark's going to be like, "Yes, it'll be a cold day in hell when I see you at my shop." I am going to show up at your shop. Forget my shop. Two blocks away is a, a ridiculous record yeah, store you should go got to. Some, got some good. Oh record my god, day John spent a lot of money called? there. Yeah. Iris Records spent in Jersey way City. Way too much money there. They're awesome. I love that store. Spent way too much money there. And if you play music, you can go to Metropolis Music. Do you uh, have any FPPers ever wandered into Metropolis Music? Yeah, from time to time. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. I got my FPP stickers up on the wall. I usually have a couple cameras behind the counter. Right. And I did not even have a chance to talk about the screening in Texas. No. Speaking Uh, of Super 8. I did text you guys. I was in the Texas theater, the theater that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald ducked into after shooting the president. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Really See? awesome theater. Shout out to Brock, so, my yeah. friend Brock. So the lesson learned is after you shoot the president, pay admission to get into the movie theater <laughs> so you don't get caught. Stoops. Right. So we're going to see you next time, folks. We'll be back in one month. We'll take a little bit of a breather. Although it's not a breather because we're shooting like maniacs. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back. What? It doesn't work. I was just thinking <laughs> you sound that. Like two birds. A month, a month. You sound like you're just saying a month, a month, and a month, a month. But uh, don't forget, October third, Saturday in Ann Arbor, Michigan, FPP meetup. It's going to be grand. Yeah. It's going to be a grand affair. And in September, I'll also have some dates. Iowa City. No way. To screen the Super Eight, the basement. I got relatives there. What about? Let me know. Uh, also, Yonkers, New York, September twenty fifth, Friday night. Yonkers. Yeah. Yonkers. Oh, I thought that was August twenty fifth. No, September twenty. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. Plug yeah, it. Yeah. Plug John, it, man. John can't know. He's going to say. He's going to say. By the way, I went into, to Austin really quick. Austin, Texas. The place was packed. Yeah. That's Pe- amazing. It, it was people like How that. How did the word get out? Uh, they have Terror Tuesday. Oh. So this theater is known for having wacky movies on Tuesday. So every it's Tuesday, it's three a big bucks. Thing? Oh, that's crazy. So people show up. It's a bar. Like people. Oh, it's awesome. Screaming, laughing. Yeah, like like it was incredible. Oh my god! But then the Dallas crowd was also awesome, and I met a bunch of FPPers there. Oh no kidding! But it was a much smaller crowd. Yeah. And everyone was a little more quiet. Yeah. That's when I noticed for the first time ever. I mean, how many years? I mean, I shot The Basement in 1989. Jeez. All these years later, I'm watching it and it's quiet. Because, you know, you don't watch these things in the theater. Yeah. The amazing amount of profanity. <laughs> oh, jeez. In this film. I mean, the profanity is like, if I had to rate it, it'd be like stellar. Lots of Fs. F. C word. Like, like C word. You name it. Like, it's just like. I love who says the C word? Crack. Oh, the director? Oh, really? With his, like, a Brooklyn oh, accent. My vision. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. So I was watching. I'm like, oh, my God. And the gore. Yeah. 
is just see. I'm approaching this from a Super Eight perspective. Like, oh my god, this is it's shot on Super Eight, and then you're like, oh my god, it's mastered it, profane and violence. (laughs) But I forget about the actual content being so. Like, well, if you go, you'll see it, or if you saw it, you know, or if you buy it, the scene with Mr. Huff in the classroom where he has a daydream. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's not cool. That just makes me want to see it right there. Like, no. you don't see that today. No, you can't see that today. No, this is a movie you could never see today. No. You could never make today. So there's no, there's no really? nudity in it. It's just no. violent, gore, and amazing pro- profanity to the amount of being, like, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> like, every word is like, hey, F, 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 yeah. Like, Spike Lee would be, hey, tone it down a bit. As I mentioned, as I'm watching, I also hear... Like I also since I shot it, I hear Timo's Raw's voice because yeah. he would yell out lines to people. Yeah. So there's a character. It's the it's it's the uh, Dracula character in the haunted in the house with yeah. Mr. Huff. He's like, listen to me. But in my mind, I hear Tim, Tim saying it, feeding him. Listen to me. Listen to me. You will go to the door. You, you will, will go, go to the door. door. You will find the key. You will find the key. That's the way it went down. It's ridiculous. Everything you want to know about filmmaking not to do, this movie, folks. This movie. Do you remember when uh, Scott Hart, he played the, oh, the haunted yeah. guy, and he had the teeth in? He's like, yeah, it, ah, it was ridiculous. His house. He's trying to talk haunted. with those teeth in. He's like, it's hard. It's haunted. <laughs> but Joe, when he dubbed the he new voice it. in, he, he kind of mimicked it. <laughs> oh, man, it's so funny. So, anyhow... Folks, we'll see you next time. Have fun. Yeah. Keep on shooting. Keep film alive. We're doing it, folks. We're doing it. We're doing it, man. Get some We're... of this stuff. Retro chrome. Get some retro chrome. It's That's not Mark. Dirt cheap. The E6 kit. It's dirt cheap. The Debonair. Dirt cheap. Filmphotographyproject.com. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye.
been thinking we should cut out all the drinking and the fatty stuff. And maybe exercising is a good idea, cause baby, we don't get enough. Girl, it would be so wrong if we don't live for long. Well, I could wear too many coats and maybe you could wear a blanket on your Baby, we don't get enough Let's get on 